Hello, welcome to my podcast. My name is Tomi Rotimi. You already know who I am. I run a fashion label here in Nigeria called Exclamations. I've been running this brand for the past 17 years, so I think I know a thing or two. Today's podcast is titled Little Things You Can Do to Uplevel. Just little things. Little things you can do for your ready-to-wear brand to up-level. And what do I mean by up-level? I mean just to increase your revenues, increase your market share, you earn a little bit more money. Sometimes what we need to do might not be something so grand or, you know, huge. Sometimes you just need to do a few little things and you will notice that there's an increase in your revenues and you're just making a little bit more money. Um, So a lot of people ask me this sometimes. They say to me that um, they're trying to increase their revenues. They're trying to hit a new target, um, but they can't afford um, all the changes that they may need to make to hit those targets to hit those milestones and what i always say to them is that you know there are there are actually levels within levels let me put it that way there are levels within levels within your present comfort zone within the area you are working in right now there's still more you can do without significantly moving out of your comfort zone without significantly doing something that would cost you so much change the status quo or you know rattle your cage so as 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 you know as it were so this is it these are just little things that you can do as a ready-to-wear brand that would you know definitely increase um your revenues and like with every other thing that i discuss on this platform these are things i have done right these are things i have done and i have seen work so i hope this helps somebody but let's get right into it so you run a ready-to-wear brand and you're trying to increase your revenue one of the things you can do to increase a little bit is create a new product line or introduce a new category you know um this doesn't have to be um a completely new product um line in terms of you now having to buy new types of machines or whatever no um you know there's such a thing as backward and forward integration right that's what i'm talking about so of course i'm going to work with a lot of examples here so if you've always done you know clothes for women for instance one of the things that you can introduce could be you know um body body shapers you know girdles you know that's what we used to call them back in the day you know body shapers girdles you know you've heard of things like spanks and um shapewear you know that's the that's the more popular name for them shapewear now shapewear is enhances you know a woman's figure and they undeniably make clothes fit better now, one of the things that I have noticed with most brands is that you make a lot of recommendations to your client, but you don't necessarily have those products that you are recommending. That, in my mind, is leaving money on the table. So consider the products you have been recommending to your customers. Have you been recommending that their customers wear shapewear to make them look a bit better in your clothes? You know what? If the customer says to you, okay, fantastic, that's a great idea. Do you know where I can get one? 
how amazing would it be if your response to her was, you know, say no more, ma'am. We have some right here, tested and trusted. We have them available in different sizes. You can do this even by partnering with another brand who does shapewear and you simply get your stock from this brand, pay them on, you know, pay them a commission on sales or you know what I mean, or pay them as you sell, sell on return is, is what I was trying to find. You know, so it's not going to make such a huge difference. What in term in, in your operations, all you need to do is do the research to find the shapewear that works for your clothes. Test them on yourself with your friends. Make sure it actually works and have some available in store. You can also make sure that whoever is supplying the shapewear is accessible. So it's, you don't need to necessarily tie down so much stock, which is what we always try to avoid, right? You know, so you could do this with many other types of products, right? You can do this with turbans, headpieces, anything that complements your product can potentially be an offering in your store and thereby increasing your um, revenues. This is something I have done so many times at exclamations. I have introduced um, shapewear, I've introduced um, turbans, you know, I have... Um, um, a jewelry brand that is in my store as well and that adds to the revenue and the footfall that comes into the store you know so consider other products that complement your product or other products that also target the same customers or other products that would enhance their experience right and consider having that as a new product line or new product category for your store or for your customers number two you can introduce a new size offering, expand your size range, right? So if typically your sizing is from size 8 to 16, right? You could introduce a size 18, a size 20. You could introduce a size 6, a size 4, depending on your target market and depending on the inquiries you typically hear, right? Just by increasing your size offering by one or two more additional sizes, you know, you have just given yourselves an opportunity to sell a little bit more. That's the truth. You give yourself an opportunity to sell a little bit more to your customers. So if somebody comes in and she's a size 20, she can now buy from you. Ordinarily, you would have missed out on that sale, right? This is something also that I have done several times in trying to get a little bit more of the, the market share. And more importantly, in trying to close sales, you know, have introduced new sizes and you know you don't have to do this to the extent that it totally disrupts your operations you introduce them in bits so maybe typically you would have five size 18 pieces in storage you know or per design you know if you're trying to introduce a size 20 maybe you just have two you know you're testing the waters but what this does is once somebody makes an inquiry your answer can now be yes all right Number three, you can introduce a loyalty scheme. I've mentioned this so many times in, you know, in my other podcast episodes, and it's because it actually works, right? Loyalty schemes encourage your customers to buy more. Definitely, there is some kind of compensation for them um, buying from you or buying more from you, but it's always totally worth it. You know, you can introduce loyalty schemes that reward a customer's referral, rewards a customer's consistent purchasing, rewards a customer's big buy, 
right so there's so many reasons or so many bases for um, a loyalty scheme so do what works for you and what you can consistently sustain right and you would find that when a customer needs to make a buying decision right between you and possibly a competitor she'll consider buying from you because it pays her to buy from you she wants to earn those points right and she feels like you are rewarding her for her patronage you know this works this works so introduce a loyalty scheme and you know encourage your customers to buy more from you um number four what you can do is increase your reach increase your reach it's very simple in these days of social media with facebook and instagram in particular now that we can actually pay for ads and target our audience there is actually no reason why any entrepreneur is not taking advantage of this opportunity i take advantage of it all the time you know paying for sponsored ads sometimes has gotten a bit of a bad rep and i don't know who sold that idea to people that paying for sponsored ads is a shortcut to growing your audience my goodness no it is not like with any other marketing opportunity it will cost you it will either cost you money or time and sometimes you know time i believe is a bit more expensive so what i would recommend is during a particularly slow season or if there's a collection you're trying to promote or if you're just trying to hit a new target please include sponsored ads in your strategy you know you can have a small budget and inch it up gradually and of course anytime you do a sponsored ad make sure that the content is really engaging so you get the most out of your sponsored ad give people an opportunity to convert right Make sure you have you are there's a call to action each time there's a sponsored ad. Lead people to where you want them to buy. Are they coming to your store? Ensure you have your address within your sponsored ad. Or at least it's very glaring in your profile. Whatever the case may be, your sponsored ads should definitely be a part of your strategy to increase your market share. So don't ever consider that. You know, using sponsored ads is a shortcut to increasing your audience or no besides if it's a shortcut fantastic great <laughs> take the shortcut as long as it works all right so um where are we now i think we are in number five number five this is me just you know saying this over and over again i've mentioned this several times i'm sure some of you already know what i'm gonna say explore new markets again when I suggest you explore new markets, I don't mean that you should go and open a store, right? I don't mean you should go and open a store in Abuja or in the UK or in the US or wherever. I'm saying that there are little ways that you can begin to increase your revenue without necessarily breaking the bank. Exploring new markets can be simply, you know, partnering with another brand who is already active within a market you're trying to target. Partner with her. You can partner with her on social media. You can tell her to give some of your pieces to her customers as a reward. You can, you know, co-anchor or co-host an event with her where both of you are both um, sharing the cost of an exhibition or, or an event that's going to bring people in thereby. You know, you'll be able to engage with some of her customers and vice versa. Right. Of course, you can have events outside of your geographical location. So... If you operate in 
Victoria Island, for instance, you can have an exhibition in Ikeja because you know chances are most of the people that are going to come there are people who haven't bought from you before. The point is you can actually explore new markets without, you know, breaking the bank. So explore new ways of exploring new markets. You know, definitely, like I said before, partnering, collaborations, this is a very, very good way of exploring new markets. So collaborate with other people and tap into their existing market share or, you know, go gangster with it and go and have an exhibition somewhere else where, you know, it's, it's totally out of your own um, area. Um, and, you know, you, you'll be surprised that... Um, you would be able to tap into a new market share and by that vein increase your revenue um okay i think what else do i have here okay number six number six this is very important i want you to build products around your best sellers believe me when i tell you this works build products around your best sellers so if you have a really fantastic beautiful pair of trousers for instance that you are marketing and that is doing very well and everybody is buying it and you're kind of known for these can you please create a top that goes with these pants can you create another version of these pants that would still resonate and appeal if you did this pants long maybe you want to do it three-quarter length if you did this pants in black, maybe you want to introduce it in another color. If you did this pants and you recommend a particular type of top to go with it, possibly a shirt, please stock that shirt. It is amazing how much more money you can make when you build complementary products around your bestsellers or you expand on the range of your bestseller. Exclamations, I think. If there's any one thing that I know we consistently do is this one thing. We build and we stretch the life of our bestsellers and we build products around our bestsellers and we introduce other versions of our bestsellers. Like we honestly believe that every bestseller is a gift from God and you are supposed to milk it. Milk it for all you can. I keep using DVF as an example. She has done so many versions of her wrap dress. It has now become an iconic design that is still selling 40 years later so please build products around your your bestsellers that allow you to upsell cross sell and like i always say sell more finally just keep being excellent keep being excellent i think this is the seventh seventh point be consistently excellent do the very best by your brand. Make sure that your brand is known for excellence. Your brand is known for consistently being excellent. You're not just a flash in the pan. So you made these great pans, but you can't make good things, you know, any, any other thing well. You know, that's not how we operate. You need to be known for something and let that something be excellent. Excellent service, excellent customer service, excellent product, excellent space, Excellent, excellent service delivery. Make sure that you do the very best you can to be excellent at what you do. And trust me, there's nothing that would, in the long run, increase your revenues more than a reputation of being consistently excellent. People spread the word. People tell other people about their experiences. And people keep coming back to brands that consistently deliver. This is one thing that I know Exclamations has enjoyed 
in these 17 years. We have people who constantly come back to us. They may take a break for a minute, but they come back. We have a reputation in being good at what we do. And this reputation was built painstakingly and deliberately in us trying to create a reputation. We deliberately created a reputation that keeps people selling the brand to others, keeps building um, you know, cheerleaders, creating cheerleaders for us because they have you know, a really good experience with the brand, with the clothes, with the store, with our staff. It is very deliberate. And in the long run, this is really the moneymaker. This, you know, creating service of excellence and a culture of excellence, that is the moneymaker and that's what is going to keep your revenues consistently increasing over time. So that's it. Thank you so very much for listening. I thoroughly enjoy this. I know I haven't been... Um, we didn't have our podcast episode last week, but you know, we're back now and I am thankful that you keep listening to us and that you keep spreading the word. Please share this podcast episode with other people within your industry, within your network that you know may need to listen to this and will benefit from it. I thoroughly enjoy this. Um, I haven't mentioned a track in a while, even though we've been playing tracks, but today's track is by Tenny the Entertainer. I'm totally taken by her. I love her personality, love her music. And so today we are going to throw um, one of Tenny the Entertainer's um, jams your way. Please enjoy. And if you don't know, Tenny the Entertainer is suddenly a darling in the Nigerian uh, music industry. We absolutely love her and she is making us proud. So thank you so very much for listening. Please share, 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 share. Thank you so much. Bye.